Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Drilli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. Both things I just said two seconds ago, but, you know, if it's said once, it's worth saying twice, am I right? That's not even true. <laughs> uh, but, but, but seriously, welcome back, and I hope you guys are all staying healthy and, and safe out there. I know times are absolutely crazy. Uh, a lot of places, the shutdown is, is ending, but uh, there's been... Uh, a lot of, you know, protesting and rioting and, and everything's just kind of getting turned upside down. So do your own research, um, find foundations like the NAACP and Black Lives Matter and, uh, institutions that contribute to the preservation of, of African-American history and art and, and media and that kind of thing. And do your own research and, and do what you feel is, is fitting and that you can, um, that you can step in and, and help with. I This is really not my place to say. If you listen to the rest of the show, uh, you know that that's not really the type of thing that I cover. I'm not a current events podcast or a news podcast, and I don't think anyone's really asking for my opinion on the current state of our country and, and everything. Change obviously does need to be made. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that, but I'm just saying find your own ways to do it, see what you feel is justified, and, and go from there. And, uh, and yeah, stay safe, stay healthy, and let's get on with the show. So, uh, nerve-wracking. I know I don't have the biggest following, but still, I, that's the type of thing that anyone, uh, hopefully, anyone has an opinion about and feels strongly about. And, uh, and trying to handle that deftly is like tap dancing through a minefield. It's very nerve-wracking and, and sometimes dangerous. It's, I don't know, man. Uh, I did my best. I, I just... It's something that I prefer to, to not really talk too much about, not on this show, not through this forum. It's really not something that I'm very experienced with or something that I feel like I am. No one's no one's asking for it. Do you know what I mean? It's not really my place to, to speak on this type of issue. Just to say that um, support the cause, do what you can, and, and that's where I'll leave it. But hopefully that came through all right. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> I'm once again late on a on a movie. Uh, this came out. Uh, shoot, when did this come out? I had the IMDb page pulled up on my laptop, and I was like, "Ah, pfft, am, I re- am I really gonna need this?" Yes, apparently I do. Uh, but I I feel like a lot of times with nostalgic favorites, it makes sense, right? It, okay, it was 2019. I was right. Well, how about that? Um, I think it's. It's interesting to me that uh, with nostalgic movies, it makes sense that I'm going to be late on them, but I feel like it's weird that every time I cover a a relatively new release, I'm almost always late on it. My next episode, uh, spoiler alert, is going to be Parasite, the Best Picture winner from from this year. And, like, I'm I'm a little late. Like, all the video essays and podcasts about that already came out. They already happened, but, I mean, there's still a place to talk about it, so maybe that's why. Maybe it's because I'm not really up to date on movies. Although, to be fair, I did talk about Far From Home when it came out. I talked about um, Birds of Prey when it came out. Those superhero movies. Did I talk about any other movies like around their release? Did I talk about Knives Out? I think I did. 1917, I was really late on. I don't know, it's weird. Uh, it's not really like I'm behind on any movies right now because the only things that are coming straight to to VOD are like kids movies and like i'm sorry guys i'm not gonna review trolls world tour or scoob just not happening i apologize um maybe maybe 
I could talk about Just Mercy, which is something that came out last year. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, legal drama type thing. I, I thought it looked pretty interesting, but I didn't really hear a lot of buzz about it or, or anything major. But a lot of movies dealing with similar subject matter have been made free on Amazon. And, uh, and that is something that I, I had expressed interest in seeing when I was um, seeing ads for it. So maybe I could double back around and, and check that out while it's available. But um, even that, super far behind. So I don't know. Weird. But regardless, uh, I'm here to talk about Ang Lee's uh, action movie. I don't know why I said it like that. I was going to say masterpiece, but that's not true. I have no idea why that word was in my head. Um, this movie gained notoriety, I think, because it it featured a de-aged Will Smith. So there's like the the premise, if you if you're unfamiliar, is there's uh, Will Smith. He's like I don't know. He's like the Jason Bourne of whatever, but he's getting older. But like he's the best of the best. He's the top secret agent guy. And he comes into contact with another secret agent guy who's even more best of the best. He knew my moves before I made it. That whole that whole jam. Uh yeah. But it's him. It turns out it's it's a younger version of him and they like they say the same things and they have the same experiences and s- somehow Will Smith old Will Smith knew that, that young Will Smith was a virgin still. Uh that was weird because just because you're the same person doesn't mean you're gonna have the same experiences like how do you know that was a really weird part of the movie he's like listing off all these facts about like i know you i am you and that was one of them and i was like huh like how do you know that that's really weird if you do because he could very very easily have experiences different than yours but that's not a huge complaint that's just something that stuck out to me but, uh, but yeah, and it's just kind of an, a globetrotting action-adventure, and uh, I think it's overall pretty fine. Um, the effects are very, very disconcerting. I Listen, it's done well, and it's obviously remarkable. I have no idea whose idea it was to start doing this or how they developed the technology, but it is impressive, and I wouldn't even have a clue about how you would even start to do something like that but uh it it does look it just looks so weird in motion it just looks like there's this thing if you're unfamiliar with the term called the uncanny valley which is it's basically um it's the term used for the uh the function of our brain that can perceive when something isn't quite right so if it's something that's like super super close to being human like 99.9 percent of the way there but it's like that 0.1 percent that makes it just not quite click in our brains that's the uncanny valley it's our brains perceiving that's like me but not quite and that's something that is very frequent in a lot of movies where they either de-age someone or digitally recreate them from the dead which is something i feel like we should really stop doing it that's just weird if it's a living actor and you're de-aging them or or um making a clone of them or whatever that's fine but when it's somebody like peter cushing in rogue one and it's like they've been long dead and ah that gets a little icky i don't really i don't really feel like you should be doing that but it it's just something weird and it's kind of off-putting i don't think that it totally ruins the movie and it's not a big complaint it's just something that is very prominent you can't really talk about the movie without talking about that fact and uh and even the effects so 
there's a lot of cool parkour and a lot of cool action in this movie with uh with younger will smith the uh old older will smith like like age appropriate will smith is i feel like he's appropriately he moves the way he would move were you know were he uh like an action hero like was if will smith was a secret agent at his age he moves a lot like you would you would imagine that he um he moves like he's kind of older but then when he meets his younger clone the clone is super fast and super agile and he can do all these um flips and he can do parkour and he's doing all these stunts with motorbikes and stuff and that while it is really really cool and really satisfying to watch it does kind of look like a video game uh he does look like uh a just i don't know um like spider-man ps4 kind of looks like you're playing that game uh, with the way he it's just so smooth it's just like so perfect and precise that it does kind of it did kind of take me out a little bit while it was cool i don't think it was perfectly integrated it didn't have that human feel to it it did just kind of look like a like a cartoon character doing that kind of stuff and despite how impressive the moves were i think that was something they maybe overcompensated which is like even if will smith uh like fresh prince bel-air era will smith was a secret agent i don't think he could move like that he couldn't move that fast or that smoothly because no one can you just you know you're human you're going to be it's just a little bit stilted it's never going to be a hundred percent smooth and perfect and so i think that was something that was kind of interesting as a contrast to something like the irishman where there's the scene of uh robert de niro's character stomping out like the this grocery store owner or whatever who touched his daughter uh he's doing that and it's labored and it's you know it's got a weight to it and, it and it looks like an older man doing that you can tell even though he's his face is de-aged that that's clearly not a young person doing that he just doesn't move like he would have were he doing that in his his 30s or whatever and so i think they kind of go completely in the other direction with this movie where they almost overcompensate where it's like he just moves too quick too smooth and that was something that i did it did take me out of it a little bit and then just in general, I think this movie was very cliche. There was a lot of things where uh, the whole, I was you, I am you, I know everything about you. That's something that pops up in so many movies. The same with a lot of these, you know, these lines of dialogue, like he's the best, the best. And it's like, he knew every move I made before I made it. And then it's, you know, the best, the best, he's even better. Like a lot of this stuff is just so hammy and so overwrought and like, there's nothing particularly special about any of the writing in this movie. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's just very cliche. I, I don't know what I was really expecting out of it, but I do think that if if there was more of an effort made to explore the the themes and like the um, the weight of being you but not you, I think that would be very interesting. The the weight of being you're not your own person like you've been having these experiences and thinking these thoughts but it turns out none of them are your own like you know you've been made to exactly replicate uh, a different person down to you know doing the same thing that he did and then you have to to fight the person that that is you're fighting yourself like i feel like you could do so much with that thematically and they really don't like there's some very brief and, and very cursory moments where you know he's kind of not weirded out that's not the right word but he's kind of like oh man uh that's crazy but it's nothing i don't know it's nothing 
substantial. And while that's not really what this movie is setting out to accomplish, I don't think that making a B movie, you know, just a slick action thriller can excuse lazy storytelling. And um, it's a premise that's so ripe with possibility that I don't really think they push very far. And I know, like I said, it's if that's not what they're going for, fine. But I do think that do still think there's room for um, for movies like Indiana Jones, which is very similar. It's a globe-trotting adventure with uh, you know very impressive action and cutting-edge effects for for the time. Not even effects necessarily, more just stunts. But there's a there's a weight to a, a lot of that action, and the action tells you thing of, things about the characters, and their relationships are well defined, and you get to see um, see them them grow, and and like they're great great characters that you fall in love with, and so you care when things happen to them. Like I can't tell you anything about these people except for like, okay, there's the scientist, there's the girl scientist, there's the best of the best, and then there's the best of the best clone. Like there's nothing distinguishing about all these people. And there could be, there's so many moments in this nearly two and a half hour movie where you could have, oh no, it's not even two hours. Oh shoot. That may, that may be an indication as to how long it feels. But, um, but, uh, I feel like there's just more than enough time to put in little character moments. Nothing huge. Not, I'm not asking for this to be a character study. I'm just asking for this to be. To, to try just a little bit just a little bit more than than kind of fast and furious meets clones do you know what i mean i don't know but overall i won't say i hated it it was very enjoyable to watch and a lot of the action sequences are creative even though the effects are a little bit disconcerting uh, i thought that while the performances you know there's nothing on the page for them there are everybody in this movie very charming and uh, and very fun to watch. They they definitely have chemistry and and they all are charismatic enough to carry the movie. Especially Will Smith, obviously. There's a reason that he's uh, one of the biggest stars in the world. So yeah, I I I did think that uh, the directing when it wasn't action, it wasn't very exhilarating. Like or not that's not even the right word. There's no energy to it. When when there was action scenes, I think that everything was in was in high gear it was getting very creative the camera was moving in these w sweeping shots and and following the action very well and making it clear and understandable and photographing it in a way that made it look really cool when it wasn't doing that super super boring every dialogue exchange was just shot reverse shot shot reverse shot shot reverse shot a little bit closer in the shot reverse shot and it was so boring to watch and just gets exhausting after a while when that's all you're seeing when it's not an action sequence especially in these locations you could take such such more more of a full advantage of a lot of these settings and and make these images beautiful and and pop and give this uh, a unique style rather than just kind of a stock action movie aesthetic so i think my greatest criticism of this movie was miss potential there's just a lot of things with lazy writing and lazy directing that I think if you would have just turned it up just a couple more notches, it could have been really, really awesome. And uh, it's just not quite there. And so that was kind of disappointing. But regardless, I do think it's entertaining enough. It's worth a watch once. 
but I don't think it's something that I'll be regular regularly watching or, or have in my rotation. It's just not quite there. All right, I think that about does it for me. But before I get out of here, I would like to say that I am grateful for uh, having a job again. So I did recently apply for a new job. Um, I've, I've had a job for, for over a year, but it's kind of slowed down over the past couple months just because the whole world has been kind of lopsided and just a lot of uncertainty as to whether or not uh, the the work was going to proceed, how it was going to proceed, you know, what changes would need to be made if everything was going to come back to some relative normalcy. But I did finally get called in a couple days ago and I worked three days last week. Um, I'm going to work going to work tomorrow and I'm glad to be making money again and and back uh, having something to do to fill my days. That's really, really good. And it definitely makes moments where I have a lot of downtime or when I can can stay up late or sleep in or whatever, it, it makes them more meaningful. And even just after three days, it makes me more grateful to have those the, the time off, which is something that had been kind of lost over uh, over the course of these past couple months because every day is a day off and, and it starts to blend together. So I'm glad to have something that can kind of root me again and, and give me something to, to do and work for. So that's, that's good and I'm grateful for that. All right. Uh, if you want to leave a review, I would absolutely love that. Uh, five stars would be preferred, but uh, either way, it, it helps the show turn up more in the searches. And uh, while you're while you're at it, maybe considering subscribing. That uh, really helps out the show, and that way you'll never miss an episode. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can email uh, you can email me at movesandmorepod at gmail dot com. Um, any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, that's where you can do that. Or if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. If you want, or wait, no, I just said that one. You can, it's just at moviesandmorepod. Man, so many movies and more pods. Um, and then at gvandrelli1 is my personal Instagram. And didn't think you are getting out of this that quickly, did you? Listen, I have a big announcement. There's another new Movies and More Pod joining the family. Moviesandmorepod.com. So, if you go to Google or whatever your browser of choice is right now, and you type in either Movies and More Pod or www.moviesandmorepod.com, both of those things will give you my brand new website, which I just uh, made a couple days ago. Uh, it is kind of a landing page for the show. Uh, it it's not, you know, it's not the world's greatest site or anything. I'm very inexperienced in terms of this, but it does have a, a few cool things that I think you'd be really excited about. So I used to write for the school paper, and I wrote uh, the pop culture section, which means that I would write reviews of movies or op-eds or different pop culture news segments. And so there are a bunch of articles up there already for you to check out, and I have some more on the way. Uh, those include uh, a written review of Spider-Verse, Avengers Endgame, Shazam, First Man, uh, a tribute to Stan Lee, a review of the 1978 Halloween movie, an op-ed on comics and whether or not they're literature, and an op-ed on uh, the question of whether or not anything can be funny. So that's a few right there, and like I said, I have more coming down the line, but that's just something I wanted to have ready at launch, and I'm glad that I can finally share those with a wider audience. 
And then in terms of what else you can find on the site, there are links to the main platforms that you can hear this on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. And then there's pages where you can contact me. So moviesandmorepod at gmail.com is on there in case you need a reminder. Um, my Instagram is on there and uh, and the, the podcast Instagram is on there. And then there's also a link to the latest episode down at the bottom. And when you click that, it takes you to the the whole page for my entire show that I run through my hosting platform, which is Anchor. And you hear about them every episode for, uh, through the ad in the beginning. So that's everything that you can find there. I hope to grow it into to more things, maybe merch at some point. I'm not totally sure. But for now, that's what it is. And I'm really excited to debut it. It helps add a level of professionalism to the show. And it, and it took a lot of work to get it fully functional, so I hope you guys enjoy it, and it was worth the, worth the while. So, thank you, and I will, uh, I will provide you with more updates on that as it, as it changes. I'm probably actually just going to release a segment very similar to this as a special announcement, so if you hear that after this, just skip it. It's, it's kind of the same thing. Just in case people don't listen to the end of the episode, I'm going to put it past you guys. Anyway... Uh, until next time, thank you as always for listening, and, um, stay spicy. (laughs) I don't know why I chose that one. Um, yeah, try not to get too hot. It's about, it's about summertime, but, but do say spicy. Hot, listen, hot but not spicy. Okay, bye. In West Philadelphia, born and raised, on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. She said, you moving with your auntie and your uncle in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. I gave her a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my Walkman on and said, I might as well kick it. First class, yo, this is bad, drinking ours, wait, shoot, dang it, it's yo, this ain't bad, dang it, it's not bad, I want to be bad to be in first class, alright, I'll cut that part out, first class, yo, this ain't bad, drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass, if this is what the people of Bel Air living like, mmm, this might be alright, oh shoot, I can't remember the rest, guys, that was off the dome right there, that was literally off top, there's, I did not look up the lyrics. I can do it right now. Um, Bel Air song lyrics. <laughs> Don't worry, this will be worth it. What? Are you freaking kidding me? It actually was. Yo, this is bad. This doesn't make any sense. And this is like, yo, this is bad. Like, like that. Like what? That makes literally no sense. It should be this ain't bad. Although it did feel wrong when I said it the second time. Dang. Hey, there's a link to the iHeartRadio page. Did you guys know that you can listen to me on iHeartRadio? Did you Did you know that? Actually, I I swear to God, my podcast is on there. I'm gonna look that up right now. I love how there's literally a cut when I was gonna when I <laughs> when I freaking <laughs> looked up the lyrics and then I cut back in like, excuse me. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. This is actually the same bad. She uh, and.
more. Dude, I swear. I swear. Oh my god, I'm I am on iHeartRadio. Wow, what a freaking G. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's crazy. You just gotta scroll down a podcast. I'm actually the first result if you type it with the ampersand. Shoot, I should add that to my to my website. Wow. Crazy. Huh. Alright, back <laughs> back to the podcast. 